Well, they literally, they do have to make at least one move because they have, you know, they, they have 13 under contract right now. You have to carry 14 on opening night. So, like, they have to sign something. Right. They have to do something. Well, and doesn't the MLE, does the MLE dry up, like, the rest of cap space at a certain point? Like... No, they can use the MLE the whole year if they want to. They could go in season with that if they want. Okay, so it's not the same as having open cap space in under the new CBA. Like why? Well, why no, because cap to... space there's a there's a well, no, because that's because of the salary floor. Because you have to pay a certain amount of salary. They aren't they're above, they're well above the salary. They're like well above the salary cap, so they don't have to worry about the floor. Okay, but no, they they could they could use the MLE up through the last day of the season if they wanted to. Okay, okay. Yeah, well then, yeah, they've got, so they definitely, they actually have to sign somebody, uh, and I guess we'll see who that is. I mean, the P.J. Washington thing comes up because he's not even, like, he's not even going to sign a qualifying offer to go back. There is no buzz on him at all right now, and that's a guy that you would think there would be a market for. Definitely. But... Like, he can shoot threes, he's he's one of the few guys in the league that can score out of the post. Like, there's just not, like, there's not a lot of guys that, like... Like it's so I, he'd be a good get, but like the pro the problem is if you give him the MLE, Charlotte is probably going to match, and so you would have to you know do that as like a sign and trade type of thing, mm-hmm. and then sign and trading like hard caps you also if you if you get a player in a sign and trade that also hard caps you. So I don't I don't know what like that might be something they do, but I mean yeah, he, out of the guys that are left on the on the market, he would not be the worst one in the world to go after. Yeah, no, but they're I mean they're yeah they're in a precarious spot, and I think. Uh, I mean, I think it was good that they re-signed Tybal and they didn't let him walk. Uh, I think yeah. those, uh, also those contract, like, caveats, I don't think are really hurtful to Portland at all. No. Like, they have to pay no. him. It's not the same thing as the one, like, the, the, the one that, the one that Justin Zanuck did to Maury is so funny. Yeah, the one, the one where with- the Paul, the Paul Reed contract becomes guaranteed if they make it out of the first round of the playoffs, basically trolling them about never making the conference finals. That's so good. Oh my God, that was tremendous. Which, by the way, somebody pointed out that Justin Zanuck was Omer Ashik's agent when he and Daryl Maury did that offer sheet together to get him from the bulls right so that was like a that was like the student uh surpassing the master with with that one i didn't that, i didn't realize that but that's that's great that 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 they did that uh no i love that that the move well i mean i personally wanted paul reed uh for the blazers just because i thought you know, he would have been good he would have been great and and i mean it was like three years 22 million like that's it's a little bit higher than the taxpayer mle so they probably wouldn't weren't able to do yeah. that but that is uh, the type of guy that I would have wanted just because, you know, a real rim runner, rim protector five. Um, but short of that, I think there we've discussed other options that they can look at. Um, but I think man, we're in a real, we're in a, uh, I wouldn't even consider what the rest of free agency is to be slop. It's like, it's below slop. What is the like? I don't even know. It's like the dregs of the slot. Yeah, I don't even. There's like not even a. There's like not even a. Like we'll have to. We'll have to ask Trill Bro, dude, what the nomenclature is for that because that's his. That's his field of study. That he's he's the expert. In yeah, that. yeah. He is our. He is our, our our fierce leader in the the concept of slop. But but it's like we're getting we're getting like woge and shams notifications now about like nerland's noel signing a one like at least nerland's noel is like a former top 10 pick so that's at least a name mm-hmm. but like a lot of these a lot of these notifications that we're getting are about like like i think like jerome robinson the former like clippers lottery pick who hasn't been in the league for two years signed a 
minimum contract, like a non-guaranteed camp invite with the Warriors. Like, that's that's the level that we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah, because we're even past, like, now that Summer League's gone, like, we're past the Isaiah Thomas private workout. The Darren Collison private workout. Darren Collison private workout. The Deion Waiters private workout. Uh, which actually, I will say, I did listen to Dion Waiters was on Levitard, and that was very good. Uh, th- yeah, I've heard, I've read some stuff. I think Haynes had a thing with with Dion Waiters too. I really that yeah, that was that was a lot. Yeah, that was very crazy. heavy stuff. Uh, but but yeah. very good interview. Um, have you watched this Will Chamberlain documentary yet on Showtime? No, I haven't. Uh, actually, know somebody who worked on that though. Uh, but I, I have not seen it. Um, but I would love. I, I watched the. How was it? I saw the first part today. It was good. The one thing that I thought was weird about it that I don't love, but I guess this is just kind of where this stuff is going, not just in this, but just in all aspects of life and stuff and just society with technology. But they had a little disclaimer at the beginning that a lot of the narration that was Wilt uh, saying stuff about his own life was an AI-generated version of his voice reading his quotes, which I do not love. Ugh. Ugh. But, but I mean, I mean, yeah, it, that's that's some end of history stuff that I'm just like, I don't, not like, really, I don't, I don't really love that. I don't like that. But they only did that. There was like a couple different. I, I've only watched part one. There's a there's three parts. Of this. I don't know if the other two are out, but I had part one on my DVR, so I watched that and. Some of the they had like footage of Wilt playing in high school, and it was hilarious because it was Wilt at Wilt's height playing against like a bunch of five foot tall like high school kids, and it was just it was like it, it was it was just as as ridiculous as you would expect. Yeah, I think I think I mean I've uh, the Wilt Chamberlain archive on YouTube is a great YouTube channel, and like you can oh, you yeah. can watch like so many like of those things, and like Wilt was also like a world class high jumper. And stuff yeah. like 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 he was just. They don't really get into that much of that in the documentary. Yeah, or at least in the first, at least in the first third of it. I'm, but it was it was pretty. It was pretty. You know, I I liked it. I was looking forward to it because Wilt has not been covered to death the way that like Kareem and Bill Russell have. Like, there's a million documentaries about both of them. There's a million biographies. I mean, I think the other thing is that Bill Ru- is that Wilt Chamberlain's been dead for 25 years, so it's not like. You know, Kareem is still at stuff. Bill Russell was still at stuff until he died a year ago. Yeah. So we didn't see Wilt in his 80s at, like, all of these NBA events and always on these alumni things because he died in, like, the mid-90s or whatever. So there's a little bit more of, like, a mythological aspect to him where he hasn't been alive to be a part of any of the, you know, revisiting of his legacy and his history during like the internet and the social media era. And so I thought it was pretty interesting and I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward. Cause like the, this first part of it that I watched today was just like, you know, the broad strokes of his childhood and like his, you know, growing up and first getting into the NBA and like playing, playing in college at Kansas. But I'm very interested to see what happens in the, in the next two and like what, what they go into, you know, they go into some of his, you know, political stuff because that was like a whole thing with him or you know his impact on or on you know future generations of the NBA. Well, in terms of, i feel like it, i feel like in terms i mean from what i know about will from reading books and watching videos and i remember when lebron passed him on the scoring list the nba did this like really good side-by-side video of like lebron uh-huh. and wilt and there are a ton of similarities there because yeah. like 
just like the nature of their athleticism and then also the way that they were just such a star outside of what they did. Like, even though Bill, like, I think there's an argument to be made that even though Bill Russell was better and won and always, his teams always beat Wilt's teams, that Wilt was way more popular at, in their contemporary times. Like, Wilt was just, Wilt was like, he was like in movies. Yeah, he was and in. Stuff, he was too. in, and yeah, and he was in like Conan and like the Conan the Barbarian with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and and like like it like the the star that Wilt was, as I understand it, was just like it was something more like a LeBron, in that like mm-hmm. everyone who like people who just existed in society that didn't follow sports at all knew who Wilt Chamberlain was. Yeah. I'm interested. I thought the first part of this was good, except that I thought the AI thing was a little weird, but I thought the first part of this was good. And so I'm going to watch the rest of it. I have to watch the Walton one too. I have See, to I got to watch that. I got to watch that one. That's, that's on my list for sports stuff. Right. We'll do a whole episode about the Bill Walton documentary once we've both watched it. Yeah. Right now I'm using all my free TV hours since there's no hoops anymore. I'm watching some baseball, watching, and I'm watching a lot of TV shows, movies. I just started Hijack on Apple TV. Uh, the new Idris Elba thriller. I'm about to start diving back into WNBA stuff, which I kind of take off before the all-star break because I need a break from basketball. So I'm going to start getting back into the WNBA in the next couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was watching the WNBA. They just had all-star though. So like I, you know, yeah. I, uh, I was bummed that they had the all-star like this Sabrina thing, like is the most, one of the most breathtaking displays of shooting I've ever seen. And it was on at 2 p.m. on a Friday afternoon on the West Coast where it was taking place. Like, um, and like tomorrow, I think the WNBA is back with like a 1 p.m. afternoon game, which is just like, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, League Office and TV partners uh, for for really doing a good job. There might be some more WNBA stuff coming up soon. Yeah, WNBA, WNBA corner, uh, WNBA gambling corner. It we're, could, we're, it could I'm, be. I'm, I'm always on the gambling corner for WNBA. That 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 that's a frequent place for me. There is there is uh, a thought in a lot of corners that there may be some circumstances that lead to the WNBA coming up more on this program in in the coming you know stretch of time. Just keep your third, keep your third eye, eye open. open. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think the – here's where I'm at with the W this season is that the Aces are so much better than everybody else. And even though the Liberty have started to click a little bit, they're still, in my opinion, the Aces are just like it's, – it's kind of giving like Warriors in 2017-18 vibes with – just well, you're just like who's going to beat these? Yeah, guys? it's like it's like who are they going to be? I think I looked at the betting odds the other. Day. They're minus two fifty to win the championship, which is just insane. Like, and, and so like I just think they're so much better than the rest. And even though like Brianna Stewart, I think has like a case for being the MVP and being the best player in the league, and she's got Sabrina, who's probably the best shooter in the league. Like, they, it's still just like it's such an uphill battle against how stacked the aces are. Like, like it's, it's just unreal. Like they're, it's like a LeBron. It's like, yeah, it's like you said, it's a LeBron versus the Warriors. Yeah. It's LeBron and Kyrie against the Warriors. It's, 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 it's like, that's how it is. It's just like, I just don't, 
I would if if they do if they pull it off, it would be to me that level of upset. Granted, in a five game series, the variables of how shit can happen sure. definitely open itself up more. Uh, so so I yeah. guess that's always a factor, and someone could get hurt or whatever. But if no, if all things are equal, I think I don't think anybody's beating the Aces. Um, they're just that dominant. Yeah. So you know we'll we'll do this again. I have a few ideas for guests I want to get in the next few weeks, but we'll we'll do this again before training camp. Like in the in the maybe after we both watch the Walton documentary, we'll do Bill Walton corner. Yeah, and if if anything happens, if any, obviously yes. If 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 anything happens, but again, I don't I don't know anything that isn't out there about the Dame stuff. They haven't really talked to anybody as far as real trade discussions, or I don't think anything's close. I don't you know. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a minute. The whole league is basically on vacation right now. Which like I yeah. do think it's very interesting that Jalen Brown hasn't signed his extension yet. Yes, considering I think that's I think that's that's something that's that's fascinating. Yeah, and I think the, and the reporting on it has been really funny for the Boston Globe. They're like everything is fine, everything is normal. This is normal when it's like usually when guys are eligible for the max extension, that's the first thing Woj tweets. Like, Woj tweets the max extension news, or Shams tweets the max extension at, news. Like at, like, 1201 on whatever date. Like, or... that's usually a done deal, signed, sealed, delivered on the moment free agency starts. So, it is... I was at Summer League, and they were talking about, like, I, I was talking to different, like, folks from Boston and just kind of checking in on that for, you know, obvious reasons, because, you know, it could impact some things. I mean, yeah. I mean, but, I mean that's, to me, that's but, like the best case scenario for Portland. <laughs> but, but, like... Basically, what everybody kind of told me was, oh, they're going to sit down at Summer League and work it out. And if it's not done by Summer League, then it's going to raise some eyebrows. Oh. Well, Summer League is over right now. And now the latest thing is, well, Jalen Brown is now out of the country. And they're going to get the extension worked out when, when he's, uh, when he's they back. They don't have DocuSign so. in those countries? It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just a situation that's worth monitoring. Um yeah, man, I I think that's really interesting, and I think it's it's probably a little bit more interesting than what Boston media are trying to lead us to believe that it's that it's just it's just going to get done. Uh, because as I mean, I think one of the things that Simmons has kind of said multiple times is that like the Celtics have a sneaky cheap front office, like oh, do they? That they don't that they don't that that Wick is not keen on being like a high tax team. Uh-huh. So, uh, and I think given also, like, a lot of fans blamed Jalen cutting his hand open for him not being able to dribble. And then also, conversely, Jalen went on the record in the New York Times and was like, Boston kind of sucks. I'm paraphrasing, but, like... Right, he, he's, 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 he's made it known that he maybe would rather live somewhere else. Yeah, and so... And I don't know whether that would be... Jalen for Dame straight across or whether it would be like a Jalen goes somewhere and that team gives like young players and picks, which teams will give up real stuff for Jalen. Unlike other guys that people are talking about rerouting to a third team in a Dame trade. So yeah, even, I don't know. Even I, at the, yeah. Even at whatever you're going to have to sign him to like a five year, $300 million contract or whatever. I think that's still a lot more attractive to teams than other players. Right. 
So we'll just we're just we're just keeping an eye on some stuff right now. But you know what? We got an hour and five minutes out of this part In of the offseason where absolutely Let's nothing go. is going on. This is just where this is. I I'm giving us I'm giving us an A plus for how much we were able to get out of this. So we'll be back soon. We'll be back when stuff happens or doesn't happen. But yeah, thanks for of coming course, on. It's always a blast to be on the RGR, the best newsletter in the land. That's what many people are saying. And also subscribe to Blazer Banter. Uh, yes, do a that. Free too. newsletter, not as good as Sean's. It's more a column, e, more like a more like a blog. Like oh, no, sure. we're bringing the blogs back. I mean, somebody's got somebody's got to have somebody's got to write about sports in this place. New York Times Sports Desk is gone. Like somebody's got to write about sports in this country. It's gonna be yeah. us. Yeah, that's what we're doing.